biohacking your skin, you know that I am a self-reported product junkie and addict of anti-aging. So I need to continue to bring you, my listeners, more information because if you're anything like me, you want to take care of the outside as much as the inside. The inside and outside go together. So my guest today is Amitai Eschel. He's an entrepreneur. He's a biohacker in the beauty field. He is the CEO and co-founder of Young Goose Skincare. This is a biohacking skincare company. He's also the host of Young Goose's Biohacking Beauty podcast. And he is bringing us info today regarding the NAD plus that they use in their products to boost NAD plus in your skin. It's not just an injection, folks. You can use it topically too to improve your skin. We're going to talk about the science behind skincare. Are you finally at your wits end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. I've been building this team for years so that I could help you no matter where you are. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes, book a free application call. We're going to go over your current health situation, what worked, what hasn't worked, all the things. And then we will pair you up with the right program for you where we will do it all. You will come out the other side of the program, totally optimized, getting your life back. You're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound... Like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. You know, I think in this space, you hear so much about different products, of course, that you can slather on your skin, but Young Goose takes a different approach to skincare. They emphasize the importance of balancing hormones and optimizing your thyroid and eating well, in addition, in addition to what you put actually on your skin to age in reverse and have beautiful skin into your 60s, 70s, 80s. Okay, so I'm going to let you guys just dive into this. You will love it. I promise you. And I will give you continued updates as I use Young Goose Skincare. I'm about three weeks in, and as we discuss on this podcast, I have not had any kind of reactions. I haven't broken out. My skin looks great. I'm looking forward to using the retinol. So you know what? Just go listen and enjoy. Amitai, thank you so much for jumping on. You know I'm excited because I've been using Young Goose skincare now for a little bit, and I have seen a change in my skin but I really want to learn more about why, like, why am I seeing a change in my skin? Now, my, my viewers know, my listeners know that I am a product junkie. I am an anti-aging addict and a product junkie. So I'm all about trying things that have that science behind them. It's not just mm -hmm. another product that, you know, the department store carries at the beauty counter. I mean, this is actually based in science. And that's why it was created, which is why I love your product. 
So number one, thank you for coming on. Number two, I can't wait for this discussion because I think everybody that listens wants to anti-age and all women want to have good skin, right? That's the baseline. So thank you so much for joining us and let's get into this skincare conversation. Yeah, super excited to have this conversation. Obviously, I, I'm a big fan of yours, big fan of what you're doing and the message you're, you're putting out there. I believe it's a cornerstone of, of health that is being overlooked and, and you're becoming the, the spokesperson for that cornerstone. So I'm very excited to, to, to have this conversation with you. Well, thank you. Right back at you. Right back at you in the skincare realm. So <laughs> you said something. I, I love this. I'm going to bring it up here and actually read it. The skin is a driver of aging in the body. Can you expand on that? Yes. So as you know, so for example, when you talk about the thyroid and thyroid hormones, you're you're doing an amazing job breaking down why thyroid is like that master gland that does and can affect any living, any cell that functions in the body basically uh, is interacting with the thyroid. And our skin is not doing that in the same perspective, but it is the largest organ in the body. And I think we should start and and think of it as another protective layer, just like our gut. So if someone told you, oh, the, the, you know, gut health can make or break your, your health, right? Your age can affect your aging. Mm -hmm. That would make a lot of sense, right? But our skin actually is built in some ways in a very similar fashion where it is sacrificing itself it sacrifices the the youthfulness of its cells in order to protect our body and it is great as you know we are kind of built and again that's something you you speak about pretty often you were kind of built to peak at a certain age haven't really evolved to function optimally over time and what happened is especially in our skin is that we are getting to a point where there is an exhaustion of the ability of the skin to kind of keep us healthy or, or protect us from the environment, from stressors in the environment, these stressors, the, this accumulation of unrepaired damage kind of seeps into our body. These have a lot of names. So senescent cells are one of them. So c- cells that are kind of zombie cells that only create inflammation. Our body couldn't really clear them very well. Guess where they're accumulated the most? In your skin. On our skin. Oh. Yeah. So, so exactly. So these actually create inflammation, which, which then affects the entire body. Actually, there's something called inflammaging. That's one of them. And that's the easiest example I can give, but actually there are many, many, many uh, different components there. You actually lose a lot of moisture. Obviously we sweat, right? We lose a lot of moisture through our skin. Mm -hmm. So our skin barrier is kind of built to mitigate that, to, to kind of help our body, uh, hold on to moisture that it needs. And that kind of goes haywire as we grow older and becomes thinner and less protective. And that is really why we're getting wrinkles, pigmentation, um, laxity, et cetera. It's all that, uh, those mechanisms that are supposed to, you know, withstand over time, they're really designed to withstand the the assaults of our environment. First of all, the environment, the natural environment that we used to live in, you know, tens of thousands of years ago, but also only, you know, a few decades into our lives. And when we, when we are attempting to feel and look our best as time goes on, we really need to manipulate or to apply modern science in order to maintain as much as we can those structures. Mm -hmm. Well, if you think about it too, I'm going to pull in um, just something that I learned back in school that I didn't even know about when a baby passes through the birth canal, 
Well, if a baby does not yeah. pass through the birth canal and is a C-section, it loses the ability because of passing through the birth canal, whatever it gets on its skin. And mm -hmm. I'm by no means, this is not my specialty. So I'm going to butcher this, but whatever gets on its skin literally changes the environment of the child's gut. Mm -hmm. So if you have a C-section baby, that baby is going to have a lower immune system. And listen, I mean, if you have to have a C-section, you got to have a C-section, but it's going to have a lower immune system. It's not going to have that, that protection of the gut because the skin didn't get that layer of being passed through the birth canal. So that's how important skin is and how it can affect it, you internally. That's true. And, and vice versa, right? That, that um, flora that we have in our gut affects our skin. So um, you can imagine what happens when all of us are getting, you know, infections, whatever that is, and we need to take antibiotics, whether topical or uh, oral, we're, or IV, for example, but we're going to, we're going to disrupt that mechanism or that relationship and really think of, things go haywire once we do that. Yeah. So you are, I mean, you are a biohacker and an entrepreneur kind of all combined into one. And now you have this company, you have young yeah. boobs. So like I said earlier, I'm a product junkie, admittedly. Mm -hmm. What sets Young Goose apart? Why is it that I'm seeing results within a week or two of using your product versus months of using other products that I have in the past? Well, it's actually kind of a paradox. It's because we're not trying to give you these results right away. What I mean by that is, is that a normal, well, a normal brand, you could look at two brands. Right. Uh, one brand is going to really only be clickbait brand. If I need you to pick me up, if, if, have you gone to, you know, to a big department store recently or to like a beauty store? You have hundreds of products to choose from. Right. So the only the only way that I'll be able to catch your eye is if I communicate in language that you already are completely aware that this language is a positive contribu contributor to your health. So we see like the biggest brand in aesthetics right now, creating a turmeric brand. When did turmeric become popular? Like, I don't know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago? Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you're into Ayurveda, like hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago. So they have to create a clickbaity environment that because of, you know, because of the limitations of what they can put in their products as far as un unexplainable science, and the fact that they need to invest, you know, 80, 90% of their, bu their budget into marketing really does not allow their products to be effective. The other, the other approach is an approach that really tries to make you a, a convert as soon as possible. So these products, normally what they do is they create a lot of stimulation in the skin. If you think of um, medical grade products, products you would have get, gotten from a dermatologist, not necessarily prescription, right? But products that you would have bought off a dermatologist or plastic surgeon, whatever. In the last 20 years, they're really based on very aggressive stimulation, peels, things like that. And these things might give you results right away, but let's say you have done them for a while, you're actually exhausting um, reservoirs, youthful reservoirs that your skin is supposed to be relying on for years to come. So this, after I, you know, I told you what we are not doing, what we are doing is we're communicating with your cells on a cellular and an epigenetic level. And we are making your cells behave like the youngest cells 
that we can have them here. So up to or down to 20 years younger than what they are right now. So if we are a product junkie or someone that has actually skin issues, it can be either or. Either we've taken like really good care of our skin for many, many years and we've depleted those reservoirs because of that, or we actually haven't and the skin has a lot of things that it needs to deal with. These are the two subsets of populations that see fast results because the skin is really the skin is really like starving for the molecules that we provide such as nad plus nad plus uh, activators of the anti-aging genes of the body uh, mitochondrial support increasing cellular energy all of the things that are in a much deeper level but how we like to call them they're upstream they're processes that really control everything else like just just like you're talking about the thyroid and thyroid uh, as a mass regulator, it sits upstream and regulates a lot of different processes. And that's what we're trying to do from a skin cellular level from a, yeah. Totally makes sense. It's like a power supplement for your skin, basically. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that you mentioned NAD because that is a very common supplement that we're hearing a lot of. It's a peptide that we're hearing a lot of. How is that, how, how does that tie into skincare? That's the key. Not only not only that's a great question, it's a question that kind of drives our what we are doing as a company. So the reason we started is because we were trying to make a product that bypasses the the need to take a supplement or to take an IV. Yeah. And we were trying to make, yeah, we we're trying to make a product that gets into your body through your skin. But we failed. And the reason we failed is because your skin apparently gobbles it up. Your skin, your skin basically is being starved out of NAD as you grow older. So what is NAD? NAD plus is an energy cofactor. It basically is what care, it's like a waiter that carries energy around in your body. Okay. But that's what people thought for like a hundred years because the person who discovered it, discovered it 120 years ago, won the Nobel Prize literally a hundred years ago. So for about 80 years, people thought it's just that it's a potentiator for energy creation. So obviously we mentioned that cellular energy before, but what we've discovered in longevity science and anti-aging science in the last 20 years is that this molecule is really, you could think of it as like your uh, fuel gauge in your car, your fuel meter in your car Mm -hmm. and cells refer to it as far as like repair processes, over 600, 100 repair processes, look at it at the reservoirs of NAD, ask themselves, do I have enough NAD even to, to perform whatever, you know, whatever repair I need to, to do? And if the NAD isn't available in large quantities, repair is not going to happen. So to give an example, if I took NAD out of your body, you would be dead in 30 seconds. Oh, really? This is an example. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, don't let anyone do that. So <laughs> don't do that. Note to self. Yeah. So your skin, which as we said before, is really what is standing between the environment and the damaging, you know, free radicals, UV, whatever it is that would damage your body. Mm-hmm. Our skin is the barrier, and that takes all of that damage and tries to deal with it. And that damage really accumulates in the DNA. So NAD is really becoming this fuel to repair DNA, repair DNA, and it just, we don't have enough as time goes on. And that decline in NAD is a big part of what aging is. The, our body's inability to 
have enough NAD to repair all the damage that it's going through either on our skin or within our body is a big part of what aging is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're under constant assault. So I talk about it in terms of your liver. So your liver processes toxins, everything from the medication you take, the -the over-the-counter, the beauty, the cheap beauty stuff that you slather on you with all kinds of chemicals. And then just the air that you breathe and walking down the street and the car exhaust fumes. And we're constantly Mm -hmm. bombarded. Even when we wash our face, the water, the water that comes out of our tap has to, you know? So that's kind of how I'm thinking about it in my mind as our skin. And really, I haven't thought about the skin this way, but our skin is like our liver. It's, it's literally protecting us and filtering out the bad but in doing so, it kind of takes a beating itself too. Yes, and and actually, the what you what you just said really ties in beautifully to what we're doing as far as like providing NAD specifically uh, to the skin, mm-hmm. because if you did take a pill of NAD precursor, so building blocks for NAD, because your body does has no idea what to do with NAD when you just give it to it. Right, uh, it needs the building block. So. When you give those building blocks to, to your body, 95% of those building blocks create NAD in the liver, just to give you an idea. So whatever okay. organ gets that first, it is going to indiscriminately just, you know, take the, the majority of, of NAD because our body, again, if it's not under the age of 25, does not have enough. So it's just going to go into wherever it can first. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are paying thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars for NAD IVs. Oh yeah. These go, you know, everywhere in our body. But again, like our muscles, our brain, our, our heart, our uh, internal organs, they get prioritized because as we say, you know, our skin is kind of, it's kind of the, the one that's left behind. It is. Uh, yeah. It is. And, no, I see the same thing. Our, our bodies yeah. are so smart. Our bodies want to keep us alive. You don't need mm-hmm. good skin to be alive. You know, you don't need to burn fat. You don't need to grow your hair. You don't need good skin to stay alive. So our bodies are smart like that. Well, you could even think of it from from the flip side of that. We are hardwired basically to gauge health and um, DNA integrity and and interpret it as as attraction, right? As a good provider of uh, genetic continuity or whatever that is. Right. Uh, And that that we we construe as attractive as an attractive human being. So if someone has good skin, it literally means everything else normally functions correctly. That's the last thing that's going to function optimally. So if we have like perfect skin, for the most part, it means that we have all our systems in line. And obviously we can go back to the thyroid and we have thyroid issues where we're most of the time going to have like extra dry skin or flaky skin or whatever that is uh, going to be expressed as. So again, so if we are as biohackers, as health optimizers, as people who just want to live our best life, want our skin to perform optimally, we have to understand that and provide NAD and other, you know, building blocks specifically provided to the skin and communicate with the skin directly, because otherwise we're, <laughs> it's going to be a tough battle. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So mm-hmm. with Young Goose, Mm-hmm. You base this, you base the whole line around boosting NAD. You're one of the only product lines that I have ever seen that really speaks on boosting NAD and the benefits of the skin. We know, any, like you said, 
yeah, you can go get a really expensive once in a while in injection or infusion. I mean, listen, if you have the ability to do that weekly, good for you, but most of us don't. Mm -hmm. So if yeah. you have that ability, that's fine. But this is, to me, I see this as more ongoing and, and cumulative. So as you use it, use it, use it instead of just a, okay, once every six months, I'm getting an infusion. No, you're using this every day, every day, every day. And that's going to have a cumulative effect on your skin to benefit it. Correct. I mean, you know, to the, pro, to the positive. Yeah. So, you know, if you think of like a healthy body, like a fit body, how will you be able to do like a once a week or once a month workout and have the most, you know, the best functioning body? It's close to impossible. You know, we hear about uh, devices like a Carol bike or something like that, that can really, really distill, you know, uh, a workout to like once a week and give you great results. That's fine. But that is, again, something that is extremely hard to access. And also that's not optimal. We know that optimal is, you know, 30 minutes a day, moving your body, training, that's going to build, accumulate the best um, longevity based health that we can have physically. Right. Skin is the same thing. Okay. Like we did base our, our skincare on NAD, but only two products really have any, well, yeah, only two products really have NAD precursors within them. And these are products that people should be using on a daily basis. And then what we did was we said, okay, now the cells are functioning optimally. What do we want them to do? Because they have no idea that they, there are wrinkles that they need to take care of. That's something that you need to either go and do, you know, some kind of uh, procedure, peel, laser, whatever that is. Your body is, it's like uh, formed scars or uh, bones that didn't heal well. The body has moved on, <laughs> okay? And we need to ask the body to go back and repair whatever that is. And that's what we did with our serum. So we have like a serum and they are still like cutting edge biohacking to the max. We have a serum that reboots 14 different genes that are involved with aging. So collagen genes, elastin genes, hyaluronic acid, things like that. Published a study on it. Actually, it's pretty cool. And we have like a retinol that doesn't leave you red or irritated. So we have a, a line of like serums that ask the skin to do specific things. But again, our skin is only as good or the results are only as good as the ability of the skin to access its genetic information to, to behave as youthful as possible in order to, to provide the best results. And that is what our NAD products do. And we believe that everyone over the age of 25 should be using them on a daily basis. Oh yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. I absolutely love it. And from what I've used of your line so far, I have not experienced any redness. Now I am the type, I'm, I'm interested in using the retinol because I am scared of retinol. Anytime I mm -hmm. use it, even from people are like, no, this is like gentler. It's not gonna, I get all red and dry and flaky. So if you're retinol, I mean, I'll even take a little bit of pink or dry, but I mean, I get like a sunburnt from being near the equator kind of look. So if your product won't do that to me, I have sold on that retinol because we know that it's, it's good for you. We know there's decades upon decades of research of retinol being anti-aging. So if you can't use it, you're not getting that benefit. I mean, you're still going to be getting benefits from the rest of yeah. your line and all the other ingredients in it. But I, I, as an aging woman would like to add in retinol, but I just haven't been able to. 
first of all, let me just say that whatever you're doing is working great. So just continue what you're doing. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you um, something about retinol and simulation in general, which is, I believe, one of the most important topics of any skin conversation. It is the responsible or the, the responsible relationship between uh, stimulation for repair and longevity. So in nature in general, there is normally a dichotomy between peak performance and longevity. So think of a lion or, or any other, you know, apex predator, whatever. Mm -hmm. It has two states. It has a state where it has reached alpha status. It is now ready to spread its seed around. And the only thing that genetically that lion cares about is to keep itself in peak performance for as long as possible. Once it's gonna to get toppled down and it's not gonna be the, the alpha you know, seed spreader, the, genetically, you know, there, it's unimportant anymore. So it literally burns through all of its reservoirs for as long as, it's can, as it can. Mm -hmm. The other state is a state of like preservation which means I need to bide my time, right? I really need to make sure that I am, I, I know one, one day that alpha, alpha lion is, gonna, is going to step off the throne. It's not going to be optimal anymore. And that is when I'm going to express my performance optimizing genes. But in the meantime, I need to preserve myself as much as I can and to keep myself close to peak performance but really not make sure that that all the genetic information is there. Uh, so things like intermittent fasting, cold exposure, sauna, all of the things that we know that are like stressors that are contributing to longevity, that is the mechanism that they work within, okay? okay. And our skin does the same thing. So if we ask our skin to repair itself all the time, we're basically asking it, it to be in peak performance all the time, you're going to deplete reservoirs that you need later on. And that is very important to understand. So even when we're talking about retinol or procedures, whatever that is, you need to be responsible how often you use them. Retinol shouldn't be used every day. And this whole thing that I want to say is, is because the study we published is that with our retinol, 30% of people could actually use it even twice a day without getting retinol. Holy cow. And only 10% of the people had to use it every other day in order not to become, to develop something that is called retinal dermatitis, which is what you're talking about. Yeah. So, so which is red irritation, flakiness, et cetera. So I view retinol or anything like that as a burst of reparative period, which is like a month to three months of using it maybe even on a daily basis, but basically reaching some result you wanna get. And then a maintenance period, which should be three quarters of the time at least, okay? Every other day, other day with retinol, or if we're doing like facials or whatever, basically like every other month or something like that. Okay. Not very often. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. So we would use it like every day to every other day for a month to three months and then use it more sporadically just for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I haven't heard of it used that way, but that's, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe, I believe that now really the, the um, 25 years ago, about 25 years ago, the whole paradigm of let's make the skin repair itself as much as we can came into into like the front of the stage, right? Uh, companies right. 
that are now probably the biggest in dermatology offices, they still they, they still try to kind of preserve that model, even though uh, it's it's become a little bit redundant. Like people have gotten bad experiences, or what we're starting to see is skin can look great, but there is something. There's a comedian that says that someone found when they're doing a lot of that, they they don't become younger. They found a magic age between the age of like 62 to 63. It's a different, the skin looks different than what it would, than what young skin looks like. Okay. So it has a thinner consistency to it. To It, it is bruise, bruising easier. Right. It is also a little bit more rigid. Mm -hmm. Also can't hold on to moisture, et cetera. So a big part of what we're trying to do, and we're doing it with, you mentioned peptides. So we do it with a specific peptide, for example, that we're trying to uh, use more and more in our formulations, uh, which is based, it's a copper peptide or another peptide called ectoin. So peptides that what they do is, is that they rebuild that top layer of the skin mm -hmm. and mimic how a youthful skin would have built that top layer. And what happens is, is that we can really allow the skin to repair itself as much as possible because we are protecting it from that onslaught, uh, onslaught on the environment all the time. Right. And that's how we kind of biohack retinol. So we have biomimetic lipids. So they rebuild the protective layer of the skin while retinol is working. Oh, I like it. I cannot wait to try your retinol. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. So excited. <laughs> so, okay. So we have all this laid out. I want to talk on, before I let you go, I want to talk on the two skin conditions. And I'm totally putting you on the spot because we didn't talk about this before sure. we got on here. The two skin conditions that my audience struggles with, that's acne and dry skin. Obviously the acne is thyroid imbalance, hormone imbalance. And then the dry skin is definitely thyroid because of that cell turnover rate being so slow that it just accumulates and everybody gets like really dry and flaky. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about those two conditions as it relates to the Young Goose products. And when we're talking about acne, obviously we're not, we're, we're not going to be talking about, I mean, we could, but it's a different acne than a, a juvenile gets is a different acne than an adult gets, right? right? Or, or right. someone who's, who's over the age of 30, 35, it's a different type of acne. And actually we, we did talk about the protective barrier of the skin, right? Right. There is something called uh, trans epidermal water loss. So when we're trying to hold on to moisture in the skin, we are actually not looking at, not necessarily looking at how our skin cells hold on to moisture. That's that's why a lot of uh, skincare companies are really attached to, to the idea of, of hyaluronic acid. And we use hyaluronic acid, but we use it sporadically only to serve us introducing more moisture to certain levels of the skin. Okay. But what happens is that we can literally have the most hydrating moisturizer the world has ever known. If our skin barrier or if our ability is impaired as far as preventing transepidermal. So transepidermal means like the uh, the skin's ability to interact with the environment. So the interaction with the environment of the skin mm -hmm. is impaired and we are losing moisture to the environment. Nothing is going to work. So when we're looking at, obviously we need to fix our thyroid in order for the cells to be able to kind of turn themselves over and, and renew themselves as much as they can. Mm -hmm. But the other side of that is creating an environment, not only within us, that's the thyroid, but also around a skin barrier in order to allow our cells to turn over in the best way possible. So if you think of a 
wound, if you think you have like a scab and you keep, keep picking on that scab, stands to reason that that wound is not going to heal very well and very fast, right? Right. That is what happens when our skin barrier is impaired. We keep picking on that uh, cellular turnover that is anyway impaired. So if we can basically create a better layer, uh, and by the way, that layer is not only physical, it's uh, antioxidants. It's uh, the fat that we eat and the, the type of oils that we apply on the skin. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but the, the type of sunblock that we're using that is that should be non-chemical. Right. All of those things together really create an environment and a, a shield that would allow us to renew ourselves in the best way possible. Now, I know I went on and on, and the, the listener probably would say, well, he spoke a lot about the dryness, but what about acne? So acne kind of is a different, it's, it's the same thing presenting itself differently in the skin. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of people, if they have like extra oily hair, and they go to their, they, they'll go to their hairdresser. The hairdresser is going to tell them, you know, you're going to have to wash your hair less in order to balance it out. Right. Our body has the ability to balance out oils. It's a little bit challenging because our skin, again, you're, you're going to go through a period where you're not going to look your best. But our skin actually, so when it creates a lot of sebum and, and, and when the pores are clogged, mm-hmm. that is expressing stuff and acne. It means that actually the skin is getting dried out and it's trying to moisturize itself and it's not doing it in, in the best way. So when we're creating again that that convective layer and it has uh, uh, ceramides, it has oils, etc., we can then balance the need of the skin to create more and more and more oils which express themselves in acne. Okay. So it's yeah. the flip side of the same thing, basically. Well, and I think too, kind of expanding what you're saying, what people do. I know I'm guilty of this as well, or was guilty of it when I had acne, even as an mm-hmm. adult, is we tend to scrub. We want to get rid of mm-hmm. the oil. Let's wash it five times and let's put like a salicylic acid on it. And let's just burn mm-hmm. the hell out of our skin so that the acne goes away. But really, we're just breaking down that protective barrier over and over and over again. Yeah. And by the way, guess what you're doing also? You're also destroying your skin's flora, which we talked about before, those microbes on our skin mm-hmm. that are are there regardless. So when people are like, oh, I have to wash my face because, or wash my face with like a hard wash because I have apparently bacteria on my skin. Well, newsflash, you anyway have bacteria on your skin. The question is which bacteria? Right. How are you navigating or how are you pointing that bacteria in, in, in a positive direction? And then obviously, if you're all the time destroying that bacteria, just the, the you know the law of big numbers, you are going to develop bacteria that is more durable, is left behind, and that can you know propagate itself the fastest. And that's normally bad bacteria. One of them obviously is P. acne bacteria. So again, we definitely want to take care of our, our skin flora. We can also do it, by the way, with ingesting probiotics that that also um, express themselves in the skin. Like my favorite one, it's not a product that I'm involved with, but I just highly recommend it. It's called Serene Skin. Okay. It's by Microbiome Labs. It's a really new product that they have. And that is, that is a specific probiotic. It's also like a whole probiotic. Okay. But it, it, one of the strands that they have there 
is a specific probiotic that that expresses itself in better skin flora. Oh. And we and we've we've just like uh, uh, come full circle, right? Because we are now showing again the the expression of our gut health in our skin and vice versa. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you should have yeah. set up uh, something with microbiome labs because I guarantee you they're going to have an uptick in the purchase of serene. They skin should. Now. Yeah, <laughs> they should. You know, our products only work as as well as the hosts. Yeah, that's, cool. that's good. I like that. Right. That's so cool. that is why when when you know, when we invited you on our podcast, like the most important thing that we have is our podcast. That's the our best way to create results in our users, because if I'm going to give you the best, best skincare possible, but you're going to eat McDonald's every day, your skin's not going to look good. If it does, you, they should, they should research you a little bit, I think. Yeah. Uh, but it, I mean, it's not, it's not working that way. So our ability to explain what it means to be a, a person that create has created a lifestyle that, that expresses itself in, in good skin is our biggest asset as a company, I believe. Well, that's exactly what I say. I say the both and theory, right? So mm -hmm. whenever I'm treating a patient, it has to be both and. Yes, we have to optimize your thyroid and we have to optimize your hormones and we have to lower that insulin if you're insulin resistant. And you can't be eating McDonald's. That's exactly what I say. So I love that you said that in, in terms of skincare too. You can't be eating McDonald's and expect a pill or a treatment protocol or whatever to work, supplement protocol to work if you're doing this over here. So it has to be all together and that includes your skincare as well, yeah. 100%. So I love that you bring science, you bring the internal environment. Yes, I love that you have a podcast because who has that? Most companies just put their line out and they mm -hmm. hire an influencer to smile with the product, but you guys are actually diving into the science on your Young Goose podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we actually are, I think- Someone would expect that if we have a if a skincare brand has has a podcast, like probably half the time they're talking about their skincare products. That's actually not what we're doing. We're people, you know, love our skincare products. They use them on a regular basis, and they normally recommend them to other people. But what the, I feel is much harder to for people to recommend is like that holistic lifestyle. Is really, you know, how they say that you're the the average of your five closest the people that are closest to you. Yeah. What I what I'm doing with podcasts and books that I listen to, I make sure that I all the time am being flooded with information that propels me forward or to the right direction, whatever it's called. Uh, creating an environment that that nourishes my mind and the way the ways that I make decisions. And we are trying to be that voice in someone's ear as far as the end result being good skin. Right. Okay. And. That is exactly what we're doing in the podcast because, it, as, as I said, it's easy to recommend products. It's very hard to be that person that is going to look at someone's plate and going to say, you know, you should be eating, you know, dairy because it's going to make you whatever. Uh, so <laughs> that is why that's a that's another product people recommend, right? A podcast, and then everything flows from there. Right. Exactly. So yeah. you have given the listeners a 20% off code and that is podcast mm -hmm. 20. So we're going to put that in the show notes. We're going to put the links to the products in the show notes, but tell us more of where people can find you and tell us more about the podcast. Where can people find your podcast? Okay. So the podcast is called biohacking beauty. Uh, one of my favorite episodes, true, 
is uh, Dr. Amy Horniman's uh, episode. It's it's uh, become a, a cult favorite. <laughs> uh, so so um, pl- go ahead. It's on every platform, Spotify, Apple, whatever. Yep. Uh, and on YouTube, we have a pretty uh, informative Instagram page. So that is young underscore goose underscore skincare. Mm-hmm. And um, Facebook is just young, you know, Facebook dash young goose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I have a, a, a normal person's Instagram page. I do post a lot about like my supplements and things like that, but that is, you know, pretty random. So my name, my name, you know, probably people would need a show note for that is Amitai right. Eshel, Amitai underscore Eshel. You're going to hear a lot about <laughs> how to take 72 uh, supplements and, and wash them down with water. Basically. I'm right there with you. I'm right there <laughs> with you. I just did, I just did a supplement tour of my kitchen for video for people because I don't think, you know, you hear so much of, oh, I take so many supplements. I'm like, no, you don't <laughs> come to my kitchen. <laughs> so I love that you're taking some. I mean, yeah, love it. Very much alike. I mean, I think, I think a harder thing to do is to try and recoup uh, your deficiencies in food. Food, I think we all have around, have you ever heard about the, the idea of decision fatigue? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So most people have around 25 decisions they can make a day. And after that, we're just not making the right decision. We're going to make the wrong, the easier decision. Right. And I think supplements, again, we're talking about like a podcast as being like one product. Supplements are like one decision making that is going to replenish a lot of, you know, a lot of micronutrients or macronutrients that would have taken a lot of small decisions that would have taken out of your decision making ability. So I'm all about consolidating decision making. Yeah. Make it nice and easy. Right. (laughs) Which is why another reason why I love your product line, because there's not 20 different things that you're like, which one do I use for my skin? Love that. Mm -hmm. Love it. Yeah. They can, if, if someone uh, needs consultation, we do offer consultation on our website, but much easier than that, because I know it would be difficult for me to, to just decide to speak to a person that I've never uh, spoken to before. Um, there is a quiz people can take. It's a link in our Instagram. They they can take a quiz. It's going to tell them what they should use, what order, et cetera. Pretty simple. Perfect. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, Amitai, thank you so much. I don't know if I said your name right that time. I hope I did. But thank you so much for coming on. And because I love this stuff, I love this stuff. So (laughs) awesome. But thank you because this has been really informative. I love combining that biohacking and and skincare and anti-aging all in one. So just like your podcast is Mm -hmm. not just about skincare, my podcast is not just about thyroid, although we can tie everything together because it's all about health from the inside out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, it was a pleasure being here. I feel like we could have gone for hours. I know, I know, we can keep going, but we'll have you back on. How about that? So, that's great. Thank you so much. Thank you.